0: What's up? Welcome into Best on in the Board presented by BetMGM. It is another episode of the NHL Playoffs here on Best on the Board. Michael Beller here with you. On today's episode, we take a look at Game 4s between the Rangers and the Hurricanes where the Hurricanes take a 2-1 series lead into the game Tuesday night. Oilers and Flames also getting their Game 4 action on Tuesday with the Oilers up 2-1 in that series. It's an NHL episode, so you know who I've got with me. Dom Lushijan and Kevin Kurz. Dom, how you doing today?
1: I am doing splendid. Uh, It's been a lovely round two so far. I've especially loved uh, the Battle of Alberta. I think every game has delivered. Uh, The other game on the docket tonight, uh, probably not as exciting, but game three was, was definitely an improvement for sure.
0: Hey, that's what we're looking for, right? We're looking for fun, we're looking for excitement, we're looking for a few winning bets. Hopefully we can uncover some of those on best on the board today. Kevin, what's going on, man? How are you?
2: Um, pretty good, pretty good. I, I, you know, Battle of Alberta has been has been probably the the has that been the best series so far, probably. Um, but you know, just like some of the other series, uh, you can tell these teams are starting to develop uh, a, a real hate for one another and. Um, You know, I always wonder in series like this where there's so much hype in the media and there's so much talk about teams that dislike each other. You know, does the fan bases dislike for one another? Does that seep into the room? And I feel like it seeps into the room a little bit when it comes to Calgary and Edmonton.
0: Hey, I mean, seeing it play out a little bit. So that's been a whole lot of fun in that series for sure. And that's uh, the nightcap that we've got going on Tuesday. Let's talk Rangers and Hurricanes to get things going here. Now, just for the record, so everyone listening knows, we are recording this on Monday, a little bit before these games started, so certainly a chance that the lines have shifted a little bit by time you're listening to this or by time you're sitting down to make any bets, but this is where things start. This is where they are right now. We've got the Rangers sitting at minus 115 on the money line. Hurricanes at minus 105. We've got a total in this game of five goals, and again, the Canes taking a 2-1 series lead into this one. Dom on the um, episode we did on Monday's games between Lightning Panthers, Avalanche Blues. You were talking about how things look pretty on market for you, and the song remains the same as we get into Rangers and Hurricanes.
1: Yeah, I have priced this one at minus 106 Carolina, so maybe if it keeps going in the Rangers' direction, there might be a Carolina bet, but I... I I don't know. I just... I, I don't really... don't really see because this this series has been pretty even uh the rangers have shesterkin caroline has all the shots against shesterkin and that leads to some close low scoring games and i think it would have been probably nice to take the under that's worked fantastically the first three games but the under moving to five instead of five and a half makes things a little trickier in that regard um but yeah this has been a, a tighter series than i think people expected and that is what I have. I have a coin flip. The mark has a coin flip. I just, It just doesn't feel like there's any real edge or value in this game unless you have a certain vibe for a certain team, and it just doesn't seem that way. I think one of the things you might be able to play is Carolina being very good at home but struggling on the road so far in these playoffs as they've not won a single game, all playoffs on the road. And maybe that changes in game four. Maybe it doesn't, but that might be an angle worth looking at i i don't know i just i don't see anything of interest in this game and that's probably for the best because it's not a game that's been very interesting to watch
2: yeah this has been the the less the, the least exciting series so far I, I would agree with that and um you know you look at game three that was probably the first game that shesterkin really stole for the rangers especially you know carolina came out Looking like they finally wanted to get that first road win, Uh, didn't happen. They couldn't beat Chusturkin, and it was it was a little ironic because they beat him on a on a pretty weak shot for their only goal. But um, yeah, I I don't. You know, you keep waiting for this to open up, this series to open up a little bit, and I think as series tend to go along, um, the play gets a little bit looser. And I don't have any stats to back that up. That just seems to be. You know, every once in a while in a whole series, not every game is going to be two to one or three to one or one to nothing. You would think at some point you're going to get like a four to three or a five to four in there. So maybe, you know, maybe you lean towards the over in this one because it is so low, as Don mentioned, it's only five. So um, that that would probably be where I'd lean on this one. But um, in terms of the series itself, you know, the, the games that they've been they've been so tight, there hasn't been a whole lot of interest there. Um, at least from a fan perspective, so um, yeah, I I wouldn't bet this one either way, but if I did, I would probably look towards the over in that one.
0: Are are we taking anything from this series, uh, you know, regardless of who wins, and is there going to be something we can apply to uh, the Eastern Conference Finals coming away from the winner of this series? I mean, anything that jumps out at you guys when we've seen in these first three games of this one?
2: Well, I still, I still like Carolina uh, in the series, and I just think because th- defensively they've just been so strong um, that um, that would be really be interesting to see them go up against Tampa Bay with, with, with what the Lightning have, and, and especially if Braden Point came back. How would, how would the Lightning's offense mm-hmm. be able to penetrate the Hurricanes' defense? Because the Lightning are obviously a lot more dangerous than, than the Rangers are up front and, and deeper than the Rangers are up front.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be also interesting to see the goalie battle there. Uh, I assume Frederick Anderson will be healthy by then, and as great as Ranta has been, a lot of it has been the defense in front of him, and putting Anderson in would be an upgrade there that makes Carolina an even scarier team to to go up against, and I think the Lightning have the firepower to do so, it's just they also have Vasilevsky themselves, so I think Mm. the goaltending battle there would be really interesting, and... Who knows, even if, if the Rangers tie it and go on to win the series, just Sterkin versus Vasilevsky will be one of the best goaltending battles we've probably ever seen these playoffs.
0: All right, guys, Oilers and Flames. Game four is the nightcap on Tuesday night. We've got the same lines here with the Oilers as the favorite, so that means they're sitting at minus 115 on the money line. Flames at minus 105. A little bit different of a story here in terms of scoring. Six and a half the total in this one. Kevin, how are you looking at this matchup?
2: Yeah, you know, I I've been down on the Oilers so that they've they've obviously exceeded what what I expected of them when the playoffs started. Um and you know, the Kings I, I won a couple of the games in the first round by by picking LA and I know they ultimately won um Oilers obviously ultimately won that series, but uh you know, remember they were down to 3 to th- 3 to 2 at one point and it took took a lot for them to get past LA. So Obviously they've been impressive in the last couple of games and McDavid is just on another planet right now compared to anybody else in the league and he's getting help and, and, and Vander Kane has been giving him more help than, than probably anyone else uh, on the roster right now. And I know we talked about that at some point and, and I think I did say I did it. I expected Vander Kane to, to show up again in the second round. I mean, this is still a guy who's playing for his next contract and, um, with everything that's gone on. He needs that next contract to be a pretty big one. So, you know, I think that that will continue, and McDavid will still keep playing well, and, and and Evander will still keep playing well, and that'll carry the Oilers a bit. But they've also been pretty inconsistent throughout the playoffs. So, you know, we saw that wild first game, and then obviously Edmonton's come back and won the next two. Um, I, I expect Calgary's going to tie this series up. And, you know, obviously it's tough to bet against McDavid right now with the way he's playing. But it's also, I think, I I still like Calgary's lineup top to bottom a little bit better. So um, I I think this is going to be a long series. I do think this one's going to go seven. And and because of that, I would tend to lean Flames in game four.
1: Yeah, I I don't mind that either. Uh, I think a lot of people are underselling how much the Flames have been better at five on five throughout the whole series and maybe that is a bit difficult to see based on the last two games and how they've went but the Oilers have a 41% xg for the series a lot of that is from game one and the tides have definitely shifted but the Flames are an elite hockey team they're a strong defensive team and they can get back on track here and if everyone expected this series to go long and be one of those classic back and forth series then I think the vibes, the narrative all points to the flames. I just, I don't see any value on the line towards getting there. And I also just don't want to bet against McDavid right now because he he is putting up basketball numbers. Like we always talk (laughs) about how hockey is different from basketball. One player can't change the game to the same degree. And McDavid is doing that. He, I think the last time I checked was playing at a, 10 win pace which is a top 10 NBA player type of value (laughs) and almost twice as good as he usually is during the regular season so he's just been absolutely ridiculous and the Flames just do not have an answer for him right now and I think what would be helpful is potentially return to the lineup for Chris Tanev Uh, he's been out for the first three games and he would probably be the one who would be called upon to stop McDavid I think in the past he's done a pretty good job of it uh that could change the title of the series but right now the momentum seems to be in the Oilers favor and I just I don't know I wouldn't touch the game at the current price as I've said for every other game for <laughs> hey
0: then you know that like sometimes sometimes the best things you do in gambling are the things you don't do just uh, yeah. take a step back Let them be. If you don't have an edge, if you don't have a price you like, you're not forced to bet on any of these. It's fun to talk about them. It's fun to approach them from these betting angles. But if you don't like it, you don't like it. You can stay away and live to gamble another day. If you do like it, however, go ahead, fire, have some fun with it. And thank you for listening to this episode of Best in the Board because we are going to wrap things up here. For Kevin, for Dom, I'm Michael Beller. Good luck. Happy betting. We'll talk to you soon.